1: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Yes, once again, this is your favorite big, bald, furry, lovable fuzzball that
0: gets to host the show because uh, Braden is still on vacation. Yeah, it, it's really weird. I even texted him yesterday said, hey, the world has not come going? to an
1: end. And I'm happy that the, 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 the young man is out kicking his heels up and taking a break with the family.
0: Yeah, I'm, I've been seeing some pictures here and there, and uh, I, I've been kind of interested to hear some <laughs> stories. Uh, anxious for uh, them to get back because uh, we have a hog to go get with the Diddy. Oh, okay. I was about to say, wait a minute now. What do you talk about hogs? I, no, no. Looking to get Diddy out to get a hog, you know. Last time Braden, you know, he got one and. B got one, and she didn't get anything well, that was
1: according to Braden, you know that was self defense so well yeah
0: well we 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 always tease him that he shot it out from underneath her <laughs> you know i would I wasn't going so far as to say on air that he pushed her out of the way or anything, but you know now, now. he sent her down out of the tree stand, safe and sound, and while she was down below. They came out well now according to our little show meeting we had the other
1: night diddy was going to come to his defense and say that you know she didn't he didn't steal it from me and all that <laughs> stuff which i mean you know i'm I'm not saying that maybe there was a little uh bribery no. on the dad's part there but you know i'm yeah. just yeah. but no <laughs> no
0: we we truly miss him over there and and hope he's having a good old time that, so. exactly so uh, la- last week you guys know we had the uh panfish challenge which. Oh my gosh. The the kids, it was, it was great seeing all those kids out there having a good time, you know, it just, and it was a, once again, an incredible event. That's old home
1: week. It's a, a, as we like to say at church, that's old home week for me because it's, it's nice to go to that now being as I've been a part of the show for not almost as long as you have, but going going to Pana Vista and seeing people and like the funny thing for me is I didn't realize this, but like my both of my grandfathers would tell you just like everybody else has about how Pana Vista has been a place that for generations people have gone there and you hear them talk about it and to go and work with Jim and work with Kelly and all them and, you know, Mr. Veal and all that and see when they start describing it, that, it hasn't changed
0: in fifty years. <laughs> no, and it, it's funny because I, mean, I walk in. I walk in the uh, the little store bait shop area there, mm-hmm. and it, it's funny because when I first step on the floor, I could feel the groove in the wood from all the foot, oh yeah all the footsteps that have stepped on that wood. You can feel the groove. Oh and, yes. I, and, and, and and I just think, man, how many people did it take? The
1: old Coke machine sitting out front and the old snack machines and stuff like that which if the what was it, what is it the american picker dudes or whatever came by there they'd probably have a connection fit oh my fit. Gosh.
0: wait till they go around back and see some of the old stuff hanging on the walls and that
1: too oh i just love but, the motors
0: all yeah. the old motors hanging in the back but uh no it was a wonderful event it we generated uh some very nice nice what you know donations that that all go to some very good causes. Uh, one here close to us is Everyday Blessings mm-hmm. Children's Home. But uh, total money raised, what, what was it? Seventeen thousand three hundred and ninety-seven dollars. And I know, I know, Kelly kind of hinted to me
1: that that was probably the biggest total, one of the biggest totals we've had since the. Which it's great to see and. You know, it was cool. We did the, uh, we did the, the, we called it the affectionately the double G fill up for our, our good buddy Glenn Gonzalez, and that was, that was cool because it was just something we
0: wanted to do. Obviously, for somebody that had been an integral part. Well, well, going to that, you you know, you donated one hundred dollars going well, towards going towards the the. You know, somebody in honor of, of Double G. And what amazed me with that is when they won it, they were so excited, and then they wanted to get their picture taken with you. Yeah. You know, they they had to go and we had to track you down and bring you back over there. Oh, no. Because they wanted a picture. Because did they have a connection with them? Uh, the
1: well, It wasn't so much a connection with Glenn himself. There was a situation that happened, which I can't go into detail You know, I kind of got some of the details, but I don't want to speak out of turn. Uh, But one of the guys that – or the team that won it, uh, he had just lost his son. Okay. Tragically. And he wasn't – he was going to actually fish in the tournament, and they didn't fish in the tournament because of what happened. And then they won, you know, they won that, and we told them why we did it and everything else. And that was – yeah, it was one of those kind of like – how you say it I, the the allergy started to kind of yeah. hurt my eyes a little bit and you know i'm i'm it, it's one or it's one of those things that i was always told growing up that you kind of like uh, uh god has a way of putting you in your place <laughs> yes <laughs> making you realize you no, know I, I just what's important. that was, that was very yeah.
0: special you know
1: but it was but it was cool to do that and then um i know that i loved of course, we got the chance to see, uh, you know, we, we went to the bullpen and we brought Glenn out of retirement and have him had him on the show, and he did a great job uh, emceeing things there, doing the raffle and all that, which, I mean, we all know, of course, like I said, Kelly was running around like her hair was on fire like normal, so – and it doesn't, it, yes, folks, it is true. Behind every group of men, there's a woman that's probably trying to keep them
0: straight. Well, let me mm-hmm. tell you, she does so much from setting up the everything, organizing everything. Her and Jim just, you know, do so much getting that ready. And I think, hey, I don't know about that. I think Jim's got to the point in life where it's like, okay, what do you want me to do? <laughs> but, but uh, no, we, we went up there and our part. During the event was primarily cooking. Yeah, and
1: and kuda and and now that I've experienced the part of the turkey setup <laughs> uh, as a as a person who likes to cook and
0: all that, kudos to you, sir. That's yeah. all I can say. We, we, they made fun of us, uh, you know, before because they were like, "Well, well, you have everything but the kitchen sink." So this year, I brought brought the kitchen sink with the with hot, hot cold, water, hot and cold running water. Yeah. No, you ain't gonna get no made fun of here. <laughs> so, so when we needed to rinse off our hands or clean the utensil or something, it was real easy to. do We just... were very sanitary. But, uh, you know, Mike, Michelle, McKinley, Carlos, George, all was in there helping. I think McKinley was just and there your to
1: was just there to do the cone of ice thing. but well, so she that was... she
0: did enjoy the cone of ice.
1: That was you know my father in law. He uh, I laughed. He's like. Uh, we got done doing, you know, everything and got ready to go, and he was like,
0: "Ooh," and I'm like, "What is it?" He goes, "I'm
1: coming down off of my
0: sugar high." <laughs> well, I tell you, Panavista Lodge is a beautiful place to be. Looking for it, I need to get out there and just just spend a weekend one, out there. And one just of these relax. days,
1: I'm actually going to go out and see the lake. Yeah, one of these days, or see excuse me, see uh, see the body of water past the canal itself and. You know, actually go out on the lake. So, so we'll see. But other than that, it was a great event again. I mean, we had kids. all the kids. Uh, we always talk about that. That's our favorite part of it. And it was no different this year just to seeing all the kids. Uh, I laughed. We were sitting there doing the broadcast. Looked over and like you, I think it was you or Mike called it, you know, we see those the the little boy and little girl over there, and they're both, like, checking out each It's like Halloween. They're checking out each other's stuff it, to see, okay, wait a minute.
0: They got a fishing pole in one hand, a bait bucket full of stuff in another hand, and they're trying to figure out how they can figure out how to look in the bait bucket wh- while they well, got no, both it's, hands full. It, it's, it's the whole brother-sister
1: <laughs> thing of, okay, wait a minute now. I mean, I might have got the Hershey's Kisses, but if you got the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, then we got to – you know, swap and trade. We got to do some uh horse trading here and everything else and see and it's like you look at what we got. You got this? Wait what I got this. Look, you know, and the the fun part about it was is too is to see the kids and I think what was funny to me was seeing some of the kids uh, they I'm like Mike, they got out of the car with their game face on. They was oh, ready yeah. to go. Oh yeah. So but that you know, there and again it's like we got to say, we got the greatest listeners in the world. You guys show up and support. So. Yep.
0: 61 boats registered this year. Yep. A little down from last year, but
1: pockets, pockets were generous. Well, we are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by Brandon Ford. Go out there and see Brooksy and get you a truck to uh, pull you a boat, something to wear, to go catch you some fish. We'll see you after the break.
0: Exploding the I love smoking lightning.
1: Outdoors, Jonathan Swindle, Bill George, and of course, the guy that pushes all the buttons and makes it sound good, Mr. Diego,
0: sitting over behind the glass. Well, he's got a lot of work to do today if he's going to make it sound good. Oh, but excuse <laughs> you. Speak for yourself.
1: Uh, anyways, but we were first out, first segment, we just got back talking about the Panfish Challenge, but I know something else we've been... The other challenge that we've been talking about, and I finally got the three of y'all together last week, and we kind of, how you say, touched on it a little bit, is the upcoming Python challenge.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I've done it, not not to the extent of uh, going out there and doing it real organized. We just kind of haphazardly went out there and did it, but Mike wants to go down there and give it a try. Carlos... Carlos says he's on board. So, we'll we'll see. It is I'm not all into this. I guess you got to take another class again. If you want if, if you want more inter- information on it, the website that they have set up is flpythonchallenge.org. All one word there. And and they you can yeah. go there just sign up and register and and, uh,
1: everybody always, it's, it always makes me laugh. And it was, uh, one of and watching his biography thing, one of my favorite wrestlers always said that, uh, you know, you can, you have to buy a license to go hunting and do all this other stuff, but anybody can be, a bear. <laughs> And it, amaz- it amazes me the fact of, uh, a lot of this stuff, how they have to have, you have to go through all these training courses and classes and you have to do this and you got to buy this license and you got, it's like,
0: well, really here here (laughs) you, you pay, this is, this is the interesting part is you, you, you don't pay FWC to participate. You, you pay the foundation and the uh, wildlife foundation of Florida there. They are, they are basically the money side of FWC that does not, Get tied to the legislators, so uh-huh. that mo- that money the the politicians can't reach in and touch. Oh, so those are the people we actually need to talk to. Those those are the those are the people that when FWC has something that they really want to get done or or something that they they can go there, get it funded, and make it happen without having to say, well, it's not in my budget from this or that. And, um, or, ha- or having other groups that might want to come in
1: and say, well, yo, if you do that, we're not going to, we're going to take this away yeah. from you or we're going to do this or we're going to do that or whatever. Yeah.
0: So, so the, the money you pay goes to the foundation. And one of the things that by being signed up in the Python challenge, if, if you go as a normal hunter mm-hmm. and you want to go participate in this and you don't want to sign up for the challenge, mm-hmm. you go down there and. You have to have a wildlife management area stamp because these are done in our wildlife management areas, yeah. okay? But yet, you don't pay a wildlife management area stamp that goes into FWC's normal normal revenue stream. stream. You pay it over here, and it kind of gets gets Which, directed to where the legislators can't get to it. But yeah, you're, well. by, you're 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 exempting somebody. From a license that the normal person's required.
1: Well, and that's another question that I had uh, because we went to the cat. Like I said last week, we were at the Cattlemen's Convention the week before Penta Vista, and I know a lot of the South Florida ranchers. uh, I had one pull me off to the side, and he was like, "Uh, you still do that outdoor show, don't you? And I said, yeah which they all you know we've got a lot of them that listen to us down there and he uh he goes uh i hear you guys talk about the pythons and all this other stuff he's like we don't have to have any kind of licensing or anything like that to dispatch the cuz they're getting them on the
0: ranches are they starting and they get- can not
1: oh they're everywhere and they're getting them on the ranches and all in their i mean the 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 canals and stuff like that and he's like um we don't need any special licensing or anything like that do we and i said nope uh yeah exactly and that's what i let him said i said invasive species enough yeah. enough said i said and you
0: know well you you say that but it wasn't that many years that, and ago. That's my it thing. wasn't that well, many years ago. You couldn't legally kill one on the wildlife management area unless it was hunting season.
1: Well, and that's my and that
0: was and his thing. And you were a licensed hunter. Well,
1: and that was this guy's thing. Is he's like, look, it's private property, and they're some of the ones that get yeah. the gator tags and stuff. I mean, they do they do everything above board. Yeah, you know and. It's it's like he said. He goes, we've had them. They've lost. They There were actually some people I know down there that have said that they've lost some calves and stuff like that to a couple uh, of snakes. I, I
0: don't. I do buy that. I would they, be in they, a heartbeat, they, they man. They found too many shrooms or something. I don't know. And In a heartbeat, I'd believe it.
1: Because, well, there's some of those places down there that a they. have. They. they Bill, no. they've eaten full-grown deer. Uh, yeah, 80-pound calf ain't nothing but a snack. I mean, <laughs> you know, right. and that – and well, but, I mean, you're dealing with people too, though. They've seen them – I believe more
0: the, that the panther got the calf. I'm not saying I, that I, too, but <laughs> the thing
1: about it is, is it's like the guy that told me – that one of the guys that told me about this down there, he's like, we've seen them eaten by alligators. I've seen them eaten by panthers. He's eat bears. I mean, yes. you know, everything, and he's like – they they know i mean a couple of them told me that they found some places where there was afterbirth left and everything else and nothing no bones no nothing yeah and that's amazing panther and well but normally the panthers will bury them and you can usually track them down and they bury them within a certain area cuz that's what they found down there but it's you know well and they've started, like the guy said, he goes, the other reason is, is he started seeing the pythons, and he knows if they're eating deer and everything else, then. Yeah, I,
0: I don't know. I I hear you, but I just don't. I don't. I don't, doesn't surprise, It wouldn't surprise me. It anymore. wouldn't surprise me. But I I believe these snakes are all over the place. I don't doubt that. Mm-hmm. But I, I go back to people saying, hey, how they've just totally devastated everything. Mm-hmm. Well. When they change the hunting regulations that say you you can't keep an unlimited amount of raccoons or anything else while you're hunting down there, mm-hmm. yeah, you may not see a bunch, but if if everything's gone, why do you, why can you still keep shoot an unlimited number of them? Why you know at, at what point do we say well maybe we don't need to do small game hunting down there? or something else and we haven't done that Well, and, so. you,
1: and you made a good point me and you both have made these points before with going back to the land management stuff like that if you notice okay well year in years past i got rabbits running everywhere out here and shooting rabbits and all that and all of a sudden where are all my rabbits
0: you it, know it's funny because around my house that that rabbit population swings way high and, and it goes, goes way, way low. low yep and and I have some bobcats that move through. I have some other stuff that's out there. But uh, it, it just amazes me where all of a sudden well, there are coyotes and everything else. Hawks, hawks yeah. are getting them, owls are getting them. Well, and nobody ever pays any
1: attention, me personally. I don't think everybody blames the coyotes, the bobcats, you know, and things of that nature. But I'm like, you are. You don't. Uh, turkeys. You know, one of my buddies that works for Mossy Oak and does work with the NWTF will tell you verbatim, the worst predation on turkeys is what? Great horned owls. Kills them by the hundreds. I mean, and they have, he's got, he showed me videos that they have, uh, they would have of certain roost trees. don't
0: uh, don't build owl boxes? I'm,
1: Dude, it's bad. There there was a couple of videos he showed me of the roost trees where they were watching the turkeys. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it was like creepy, come out of the night, ninja, poor thing, had no clue, and
0: just oh. boom. Well, the head. I don't know about <laughs> I don't know about great horned owls and and swooping turkeys off of limbs, but I can tell you we're going to go back down there and try this python thing again. Yeah, and I can tell you, wipe I don't, them out. I, I could tell. You, I don't know if we'll even see a snake, but I guarantee you, you put Mike Carlos and I. Oh, I just together, want the video. We're going to have some fun.
1: I just want the video. It's going to be it. Yeah, we're. That De- definitely as we've joked about this with Vince and everybody else. We've definitely got to get a YouTube channel started and some other <laughs> things so that we can get because I still have the video of us going hunting with you with Ava that you showed me. And I know God knows how many other videos you mm-hmm. got of <laughs> of stuff like that. That would be uh,
0: pure comedy gold for oh, somebody yeah. to sit back yeah. and watch. But I mean, I, I joke about it all the time, but, you know, you look like we harassed you about that armadillo but how funny would have that been oh i'll take it uh, yeah no it it would have been it would be funny but uh, for me i have so much video content but the time well, you're to, like me. the time to slow down to edit it I, I just don't have
1: i i've gone through three different cameras that i had from the big the, I forget what it is. VH- the, 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 not the VH- v, What was the one step down from the VHS where it went from the big tape to the little tape? VHSC t- or and and something like that. And then I went to the even, the eight millimeter The DV. And that tape. And then I've started, I just got a camera. I was telling Diego about it the other day. I've got a camera that you work off of uh, SD cards. Yes. Now. But I was looking through something the other day and I used to film black like all we everybody had the big craze you know back in the day cuz everybody wanted to be a tv star but i look back on that now and it's like you say about the arm me with the armadillo or we harassed braden <laughs> about the you know with him with diddy or you with the cool i mean there, oh yeah there's stuff like that people just don't understand that it's not the the hunting the killing the harvesting or anything like that oh, it's the,
0: the the stories that go
1: with it you know and it's the people don't believe it until they actually see it and then they're like <laughs> okay you guys are nuts but anyway so we are the big and wild outdoors brought to you by brandon ford we're gonna take a break y'all go grab something to drink come back and sit down and listen to us for the next little bit we'll see you on the break Big and Wild Outdoors, Jonathan Swindle, Bill George, Diego behind the glass. Real quick, wanted to bring it to y'all's attention. The recently rebranded Open Season Sportsman Expo, formerly the Outdoor Life Field and Stream Expo Series, returns to the RP Funding Center in Lakeland, Florida, July 23rd through the 25th. Come see the latest products, gear, and equipment for fishing and outdoor enthusiasts. Meet industry insiders, attend educational seminars, test the newest products, and shop show-only pricing. Save in advance tickets, openseasonsportsmensexpo.com or at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts, the official auto parts store of the Open Season Sportsman's Expo. And yes, kids 12 and under are free. And... For all you fine folks listening to us right now on the Big and Wild Outdoors, since we partner with these fine folks, we got a pair of tickets to give away. So, hey, Bill, what number? You can push your button. You got a button today. You got to push your button.
0: (laughs) I'm used to being a kept individual with my button. I'm, I'm not used to having full control. You are pampered.
1: Okay, so who? what's it going to be?
0: What's the magic well, well, number today? We're, we're just going to do four, number four. Caller number four. Caller number four.
1: Caller number four for a pair of tickets to the Open Season Expo, 888-404-1010, 888-404-1010. And,
0: and whatever you do, don't call 800-404-1010. The lady is not happy when you do. <laughs> <laughs> So, 888 404 This is
1: not the Big and Wild. So, if you hear a lady's voice, you've dialed the wrong number. If you hear Diego's, you know, voice, you've dialed the right number. Yeah. So, that's
0: 888-404-1010. Now, Caller number four. Now, that that's going to be the 23rd through the 25th in July? Yes, sir. Hope they have this thing in producer mode again. Now, here we go. So, so anyways, Oh, but... I'm going to try and get that out of there. So who all who all's, uh going to be there? Do you know who's going to be there yet? Uh, in
1: talking with uh, Brandon and Miss Tabitha and some of the fine folks that run it, it's uh, pretty much business as usual as far as uh, the vendors. Some of the vendors that we know, they're going to have a lot of the uh, different people there for doing the seminars i know let me look here real quick is the some of the seminars for the schedule This uh, off
0: real quick it's bothering me
1: i love working with an it guy in the mornings the the byron ferguson's going to be there again of course our good friend eddie salter is going to be there again and hey, at least the one thing about it, they hear the phone ring and they know we got people listening to the show. So, but they uh I don't know what to push. I can't read the buttons. So, but they uh Bill Bill is over here folks, if you what we were just talking about in the last segment about the videotaping stuff. It's hilarious to watch a guy who works in IT all of his life to try to figure out how to uh Turn everything off and turn everything down and, you know, <laughs> if you could only see it, we'll have to get a camera set up in here for you guys to see it. But back to the seminar schedule, of course, our good buddy, Eddie Salter is going to come hang out with us. Uh, I am can't wait to see him because Lord knows if you can't have fun with that guy, you can't have... F- what? Okay, literally his glasses just fell apart right in front of my eyes. But... No, uh, I- I got it all. Chef Jean Paul and I can never say this guy's last name without butchering it. But it's he does a wild. It's a he's a very very talented wild game chef. He's going to be there. Uh, like I said, okay. Jason Clark is going to be there with the reptiles. Uh, Law Shield's going to be there, obviously. I think with the uh, concealed carry stuff and all that. I mean, they're going to have the three D shoot the. Uh, I think Adventures is doing that again this year. So, uh, you know, we're going to be there with all kinds of feeders and lights, and you're going to be hanging out with me with the gator gear stuff and all that. I mean, it's I- – I'm really looking forward to it because it's kind of uh just like the Panfish Challenge. It's giving everybody a chance to come back and uh, for everybody just to get together. I mean, that was – that was another thing, you know, with like with the Panfish Challenge, like I'm looking forward to with the Open Season Expo, is it, it, it's like I say about old home week. It kind of gives you a chance. No, it, it, you see people that you don't see all the time, and I always that that to me is something that I always look forward to, just like hunting camp or just like anything else. You know, you don't see the – I, I, I talked to a friend of mine, not to let the cat out of the bag, but I talked to a friend of mine – uh, the other day that we used to go stay at his place in Illinois and I might be taking a trip to Illinois this year to go deer hunt again. Cause he, wow. he, uh, basically kind of put it on me like, dude, what do you not like me anymore or anything? And I'm kind of like, it, you know, it's not the whole, I don't like anybody anymore. It's just <laughs> what you choked with me about life and working and doing all the other stuff and I th- it is it, kind of that same thing with this As we get the chance to see to see people we ain't seen and to catch back up with yes.
0: folks and i got you know. this thing off a of dang answer producer mode and on talent mode uh, there you go there you go. go back so, in there So, but so mark mark had got a market had got the tickets but uh you know, so you don't Mr. have to call Diego. Mr. Schaefer, we'll we'll do. We have some more tickets to give away. Later? We will give, be giving away from here
1: to the show. We will be giving away a pair of tickets every hour. Every hour from the fine brought to you by the fine folks at the Open Season Expo. And like we said, if you want to find out, you can go to O'Reilly Auto Parts. And openseasonsportsmanexpo dot for you to get your tickets, and it's at the RP Funding Center, which yes is in Lakeland, uh, it, where it's pretty much been the whole time. No,
0: it's 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 been a good venue. It's it's kind of nice. I liked it out there a lot more than when it was. They tried moving it at one point to the fairgrounds over here, the state fairgrounds, and I just think I think you we lost lost some of the people that would come from. You know, they'd come to Lakeland, but they wouldn't come. Well, and I from think, the too,
1: the couple of years that they did it, uh, when Jay did it, when it was the Big Buck Expo and stuff like that, and we did some, you know, did some work with them and everything else, uh, when we had it at the fairgrounds, I don't think it was a bad venue. I just think, like you've said in the past, and we've said in the past, because we've done, me and you have done Florida sportsman shows, we've done this show together and all that, and, Unfortunately, I think in the climate and the day and age that we're in, you know, with the internet and everything else, a lot of these shows has got it's got to be kind of a perfect storm for the promoters, I guess you could say, to where they're catching a weekend where maybe there's not a baseball tournament or maybe there's not a concert or there's not this or there's not that, and I think the problem, and it's a gr- it's a good point for Lakeland excuse me, for the RP Funding Center, they've always been great of not booking things on top of one another, and I think that was one of the issue. The only issues I've ever seen with the fairgrounds is is obviously they've got the amphitheater there, they've got the expo yeah. hall there, they've got – and like Vince is going to call in, at, in around 830, and I know he's – I think they're there at a, a RV show. How many times have we done shows there to where they'd have a – an outdoor show, an RV show, a concert, and, <laughs> yeah. You know, you
0: didn't know what everybody was there for. Well, I am, I am looking forward to the event. Uh, we're going to be out there broadcasting live from the event. We're going to turn around and uh, GMB Gator Gear will be there with you. Mm-hmm. Is 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 my favorite uh, short Cajun coming? Oh, of course he is. Okay, I'm hope hopefully. Uh... I'm waiting on the little short
1: Cajun to call me back. I'm hopefully <laughs> going to be making a trip this week to pick up product for said show. So we will have a fresh, brand new, fancy, Nancy, big stack of uh, one and done feeders. So yeah. that that I, will be one of the things we're showing up. I tell up you,
0: I, I thoroughly enjoy hanging out with Jeff. You know, I miss it. Uh, I we had taken him gator hunting one year, and it's it just him and Mike. It, they, those two are just a. a that that is one person. If you can't,
1: if you want to hear some stories and stuff like that, that is a, definitely a person. Just sit down and have a coke and a smile, because <laughs> when he gets started, it's uh, that
0: that guy has lived life. Fully, <laughs> yeah, it, it is. I, I'll never forget. I turned around. He had that great big display up there, and he said, uh, "You know, you can have a free feeder if you can find this in that in the in the thing." And I'm like, "Oh Lord!" uh It's right there. And he's like, "What?" I said, "It's right there." He said, "But that's not what I'm, I said." It, that's what you asked for. It's right there. <laughs> and he's like, "Nobody else has ever looked at it that way." The so welcome to out of the box. Exactly. And, and, and just
1: to hear from his past career some of the stuff that he did in the law enforcement and everything.
0: Whew. Yeah. Yeah, can you imagine getting out of law enforcement and going into feeders? Yeah, well, he's not a feeder. He's he's got a lot of products. Yeah. They do a lot turkey of different seeds stuff and
1: everything. They do a lot so. of things, so but we're looking forward to it. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. Go get your next cup of coffee and come back and hang out with us. See you on the other side. Big and wild outdoors. Bill's finally learned that he's got a button, so his microphone's on and he's ready to talk. Hey. diego got
0: it <laughs> on for me.
1: He knows how bad off I am. Oh, <laughs> me! As I said
0: again, we will one day have a camera in here yeah. so you guys can see the it, sausage being made. It's funny because I can't hardly manage two buttons on and off, and Diego has like 50 in there. He's got to keep pushing. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So, so, one one thing I know you mentioned in the last
1: segment was uh about our favorite Cajun and y'all taking him gator hunting. Is it time for the Bill yeah.
0: George tag update? Yeah, yeah. We we turn around and uh you know one of the things I enjoy is taking people out gator hunting, showing them different things. And I did I did in this last round pick up some Calhoun County tags. I just I just went back out there two days ago to see if any extra tags are still left. They are all gone. So there are no more Gator tags to purchase. Now, will there be any at all period or is that it? It should be it. One year FWC decided at the last minute, let me go throw some more tags out there. But that, that is not what I'm expecting. Very rare and far between. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not expecting that at all, but, uh, yeah, we've picked up some extra tags for Calhoun. I know you got the place up there in Bluntstown. Yeah, we,
1: we we got somebody calling in at 8:30 that we're going to have to
0: uh so so we we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll we're going to go up there have a little bit of fun, go do some and I don't care. I I there is absolutely you know, there's times when certain tags I say okay for these tags I want to make sure I get a big alligator or something uh, like that. Um at least play with some big ones i've i have in the past caught big ones live caught them let them go yes just to later on take uh, a a much smaller alligator but with somebody who had never hunted alligators yes. and we just went out there yeah. and had a good time and boom um it's something i truly enjoy sharing with people and Whoa. and seeing the look on their face sometimes I I will pre warn
1: you now because let's just say that I let the cat slip out of the bag a little bit about our idea that we had with it being a uh my two Mac Diddy yeah let the let the let the young young ladies have a a stick at it and you know how eager the older one was of mine that you took well let's just yeah. say that the younger one I think has a little more of the uh. How do I say this
0: nicely? The uh, killer instinct yeah, well, ingrained well, maybe, in her a little bit. Maybe, maybe I need to turn around and, and uh, put them through a test. Uh, you know, back in the day, it was Mother May I, you know? Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, can I do this? When it comes to alligator hunting, there's a lot happening sometimes very quickly. Yes. And listening and just not question. you know. Some people always want to question something, yes. or or do it their own way. Well, we're doing it this way so we keep all our fingers and toes. toes and you yes, you know, so um, we maybe, maybe we, we'll have we've to had see that if conversation already. Listen, <laughs> 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 we
1: we've had that conversation already because that was one thing that I told her is I said it's. You remember what your dad said to you in the blind when you shot your pig and everything else? I said it's that plus. Four or five when you go with Mr. Bill. And oh. I said, it's, you got to pay attention to Good what you're doing it. and all that. But I hope, 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 and definitely pray that she gets the same thing like Ava did, like you said. When we lie, I still say this to that day to people with the live catching, the gator that we live caught and tagged, and you did the, you know, and turned it loose and all that stuff like that. Ava still tells people that story to this day. It's like, oh, yeah. you know, she felt like she was Steve Irwin or something like that. And
0: people just, you do
1: what? You did? Why did you? You,
0: you know? It's, well, I, it, it's funny because there's a buddy of Carlos's that he he works with that is not an outdoors person, who he really wants to get out. He he has been talking to him about this. And The guy would like to get out there and and get a pig and do some of the stuff, and so we'll 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 get him out there and well and it's and catch one and 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 the thing is it's not all about you know catch killing something you know a lot of people they do turn around and, and catch fish you know gosh forbid somebody wants to actually catch a fish and take a picture with it and let it go you know. We can do the same thing with alligators if done safely. Yes. Uh, FWC only has two ways that you can turn around and legally catch one and release it, and that's if you've only used a snatch hook because that doesn't actually hurt them in any way, shape, or form. It just kind of holds on to the side of their hide. Yep. That and or a snare. Yep. And so those are the two methods. You can't do it with bait pegs. You can't turn around. And and harpoon them and then and then let them go. Yeah, they don't, it doesn't work too well when you poke a huge hole into yeah. them. And yeah, you know. so so we turn around. Those are the methods we use. We'll, we we live catch them, bring them up, mm-hmm. take a picture with them, and then we can do it again. Well,
1: and it's like I know me and you talked about it this week, getting ready for the show. Uh, I go for an IV for some certain ailments that I've had and everything else, and I fixed the fix breakfast for all the girls in the office. And, of course, I've been requested now that uh, I fix some more of that Al's famous wild, you know, sausage that he does we get to do or get the the chance to use and partake of. And it's hilarious to sit there and have the conversation with people about that to where, you know, why do you do it, why I've had several people in the last couple times I've been there for treatment that – you You could talk to them about it, and it's amazing to me, and it's like you've always say about taking first timers out or people who might have a certain skewed view, yeah, you know, as far as why why you hunt, and why we do things we do, and why we you know why we like doing things we do, why we take our families out, why we do all this other stuff uh but it's always hilarious to have that conversation sometimes with people and like in that instance, you know, a lot of the people as I like to call them the the public's brigade that will sit there and say to you, okay, well, why do you go hunting? Why do you this? Why what what did that poor animal ever do to you? But it's the person you'll turn but around and look at the same time you'll turn around chicken, and look in there. Well, they'll turn around looking at their beef. cart and there they've got the family pack of pork chops and the chicken thighs and yeah. it's like, really? <laughs> you know, you know, I mean, but it, it What do you do to each their own? But that was, but that's, that's always funny to me. And it was like that situation. Like I was telling you to see some of them girls in that office had no desire ever. They thought to eat wild game. And then all of a sudden they had a chance. They got to eat some wild game. So, but you know, it's always cool to expose everybody to stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, that stuff, it's it's always something for me, and that's like you say going back to the Gator stuff. I always love it, and I know Mac because we've been friends with them and with you guys, with the relationship you've established with Mike and Michelle. Me and Lori's had a relationship with them for a long time. Our kids have gone to school together and everything else. And it just, like, when I got the chance to take her to the woods for the first time and then – After her gator hunt, it's like, it's hilarious to see, you know, once, I guess it's just like my dad's always told me. It's always hilarious to see people when they finally get to experience it. I mean, even Lori, Lori, Lori didn't hunt before we married and it's, it's hilarious now to watch her when she, people, friends that she had in high school that knew she never even thought about doing that. And she'll look at them point blank and tell them. I don't even care if I shoot anything. It's the fact of being able to get in the woods and and just being out there and being away well, from everything. Yeah,
0: well, and I'm looking forward to seeing a little bit more of the place up in Bluntstown. I did. I have gone there before, but I've usually pulled in, gone to sleep, got up early, and <laughs> pulled back out because I've used it as a place to settle down before commission meeting or something like that. Oh, of course. So – the well, hardest. and I'm
1: and I'm waiting, uh, waiting again this year to see because uh, hopefully by the time the commission meeting comes around this year, Wait, well,
0: well, what do you mean this year?
1: The, the year coming up, if they have another one in the Tallahassee <laughs> area and all that stuff, <laughs> they meet that, five times a year. That you know they'll be uh, the cooler will be ready and everything else, so that we'll be good to go if uh, anybody wants to go to Casa de Swindle to stay for. If they want to do a pig hunt or something while they're there, we might be able to help you out with that deal. So
0: a pig hunt, yeah. You got pigs? Um, <laughs> one or two thousand. Uh, one or two
1: thousand. Uh, so, hey, it's like I said. The I other know day, the next
0: meeting is in in uh, August fourth and fifth. Okay, but. They they really they haven't settled back down to in person meetings. They they I will say at least this last one they had the commissioners in person. Yeah, and but the callers were still you know. on oh, I'm cha- Hey, I'm I'm not
1: gonna lie to you. It's I'm kind of jacked up about the next one because of calling in on the last ones and actually seeing some some movement. I guess is the best way I could say it for the uh, the fishing regs
0: and everything well, else. Involvement makes a big difference. Yes. And there's going to be some things that are coming up that are, you know, they have this, this new concept that they're looking at as restricted hunting areas, and they're looking to pass some some processes in which places can request you not be able to hunt even on sovereign submerged lands in certain places. Mm. And um, that's that's kind of troubling. The current process may not be the greatest, but some of us aren't liking the fact that any of our rights are being infringed on at all. You know, because... There's some issues where, okay, FWC may end up in court and, and do yeah. all that kind of stuff. But there's there's some of us that sit there and says, if I can legally go out there and put in a clay pigeon thrower and I can legally shoot clays in this same place. Why can't I shoot birds? Why can't I shoot a duck? Or why can't I shoot yeah. something else? I'm shooting at something flying already. Okay. But yet you could go in the same place and hunt with a bow. Just not with a gun. Hmm. And hey. it, it's not its not geared towards safety. And safety is not the underlying issue. And the guy that owns the bow shop is going to
1: say something that's about to blow everybody's mind. If you can hunt, you should be able to hunt there with whatever you want to hunt with safely. Just saying, guys. We all got to uh, work together. So... We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by Brandon Ford. Top of the hour break, coming back at 8 o'clock with some more interesting things. We'll see you on the other side.